In this week's In-Ear Insights, let's talk about the limitations of data science skills, what you can and can't do with data science. So, Katie, when you hear this topic, what is it that, that comes to mind? What are the things that you want to know, particularly someone who is not, by trade, a data scientist? You know, it's interesting because when I hear limitations of data science skills, I immediately think soft skills, and I'm guessing you're thinking hard skills. And so... I guess it's a conversation, I guess there's a couple of conversations we can have is, you know, what should and should you not use data science for? Um, You know, do you need to be a data scientist to set up your Google Analytics? Probably not. Do you need to be a data scientist to set up your large learning model? Probably. And so understanding the skill sets of a data scientist, but sort of like, when I hear the question, I'm thinking beyond the standard data science skill sets of, you know, is the limitation of a data scientist that typically they're not a great communicator or typically a data scientist isn't a leader, which I know is not true, but, you know, it's not the rule. So that's sort of what I'm thinking. But what do you think of when you hear that question? I think we should first define what data science is, because it's it's something that a lot of people, you hear the term thrown around a lot, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily being used accurately. So data science, when you boil it all down, is the application of the scientific method to data. So the scientific method is things like building a hypothesis, constructing an experiment, running a test, um, validating the results and validating whether a hypothesis is true or not. In that respect, it is just another form of science, which means that a lot of the things that we would attribute to data science actually aren't, right? So for example, working with Google Analytics, that's marketing technology. Um, doing uh, doing uh, data analysis within Google Analytics is a data analyst, right? That is, you're literally analyzing data. Um, setting up things like your website testing and Google Optimize, now there you're starting to get more towards data science, right? You are starting to apply the scientific method. But fundamentally, when you're doing data science, you are applying the scientific method and that process to data in some fashion. Maybe, for example, you got a great hit in the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal in a public relations context, and you want to know, did it matter? Right? Mm-hmm. And you would now pull out data science to do uplift modeling, which is a se- effectively retroactive A-B testing science to test, did that create an impact or not? And so that is sort of the essence of data science, which means that a lot of the time when we're talking about things like when you're, when you're building a large language model, that's not data science. That's that's machine learning, and that's uh, to a, a bigger term, AI, but that is things like model training, pre-training, data cleaning, data preparation, and stuff like that. But there's no science in there in the, in the scientific method sense. I mean, that's, I feel like you start to split hairs then. So then is anyone truly a data scientist or is it that you're sometimes a data scientist, sometimes you're a data analyst? That's more like it is that, you know, 90% of the time you're actually a data engineer, right? 90% of the time you're like, I have a whole bunch of crap data that's dirty that I need to clean and refine and stuff to get it ready to be used in a data science experiment. But those processes and the things you do, yeah, 90% of your time, you are not doing data science. You are doing 
data cleansing analysis, maybe some exploratory data analysis, maybe doing some feature engineering. You're not doing the science part of data science. But I thought exploratory data analysis fell under data science because of the nature of the process. The process, it, it, it's exploratory. It's, it's not hypothesis testing. It's like, what's in the box? Right? What's in the box is very different than saying, I believe this to be true. Let's test to see if this is true or not. So if you're not asking a question, if you're not coming up with a hypothesis, but you're doing everything else, you're not a data scientist. You're not doing data science. That's correct. And this, I think, is important with the, today's topic of the limitations of data science skills because, yeah, most of the time you're not doing data science. Most of the time you're getting ready to do it or you're taking the outputs and the learnings from it and applying that. For example, you're about to do an email marketing campaign. You have a hypothesis that including emoji in the subject line will increase open rates, right? Um, so what do you need to do? You need to get you gather your existing data. You need to come up with a testing condition, like which emoji should I use this way? And which way should the arrow point on, on the clickable things, right? Um, you construct, you, you, have, you have a hypothesis. If I include this yellow pointing hand on my subject line, my open rate will increase 4%. You run the test, you validate, and then you'd say, is that true? We did this test. Does the pointing hand emoji lift email open rates by 4%? Yes or no, true or false? And then, and that, that is a hundred percent data science right there, that, that hypothesis testing and conclusion. And then you take that learning, like, yes, it did. Okay. From now on, all emails will have the yellow pointing hand on the subject lines, because we have proven through the scientific method that this raises open rates 4%. So I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but 99% of the time, Chris, you're not a data scientist. That's correct. Okay but yet you're the chief data scientist. That's correct. 1% of the time. That's correct. <laughs> so and what are you 99% of the time, a data analyst and a data engineer? A 90, I would say 99% of my job is data engineering. Um, it is data engineering and data analysis because it is collecting the data. It is processing the data. It is building the infrastructure to manage the data. You know That part is a huge part of the job. Mm -hmm. You cannot do data science without those as prerequisites, though. That's that's the sticking point is you can't have data science without data engineering and data analysis, because otherwise you are you are you are a chef without a kitchen and a chef without ingredients. So let's say on the flip side of that. I run an A-B test on my website. Am I a data scientist? If you are using data to to draw conclusions and there's a hypothesis involved that is based in data. Yes. So a few months back, I ran an AB test on our website with the hypothesis that <clears throat> switching out the link from going to our blog to going to our services would result in higher conversions. And then I looked at the data and made a decision. That's data science. Yeah. Did you collect the data in advance to see what was happening? Yeah. Did you clean it and prepare it? Yeah. Did you explore the initial data to look for patterns that might have indicated, yes, this is worth testing? Yes. <clears throat> Did you do any feature engineering in the data set um, as you were, you were trying to figure out what to test? 
like you know day of week week of month etc i didn't need to the data was in good shape okay did you have a statistical model from the test yes okay did you evaluate that model did you have a hypothesis yes did you prove the hypothesis true or false with the data yes you were a data scientist so how can somebody be, well, I guess, I mean, I know how like science works. I'm not truly an idiot. Uh, but, you know, in a marketing organization, how can somebody be a full-time, all-the-time data scientist? Because your, your primary responsibility would be to generate things that data science creates that the organization can use, right? Even if 99% of the tasks you're performing are not data science tasks, you are still accountable for what data science is supposed to give out, which is data-driven insights, right? Put this emoji in your subject line. Now, you can arbitrarily just say that, yeah, we're going to put poop emoji in all of our subject lines, but you have nothing to back that up, right? They have no, no way to say this is statistically a reliable outcome. Um, You have no way to say we should use three hashtags in our tweets. Like, how do you know that Um, you can, but if you were to then take 8 million tweets um, and do the statistical analysis, count the number of hashtags, build a model, uh, validate it and say, yep, three hashtags is it. Now you're using the output of data science to drive your marketing. When we talk about data-driven marketing, we are really talking about data science-driven marketing where you have empirical proof. You have proven that what you're saying is true. It's, you know, show me the receipts is essentially what it is. Interesting. So then why is the term, the job title, data science, like why does it carry so much weight when it's really such a small part of the job? Because you can get paid more. <laughs> I mean, I understand that part of it, but like, why data science? Why not data engineer? Why not data analyst? Like, is it that term science that makes it feel heavier? It sounds more expensive. <laughs> Man, marketers are the worst. But if you think about it, true. <laughs> think about it. It's true because in 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 corporate culture we have devalued analysis so much Mm -hmm. Uh, we have made it such a junior task when it really isn't that someone who has proficiency above and beyond what you know basics needs a title that communicates that they're beyond the basics and yeah in like large corporations you have like data analyst one data analyst two data analyst three senior data analyst whatever Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day that mentally and heuristically in the minds of people who are not in those roles, someone who has a title of data scientist sounds more important than someone who has the title of data analyst, even though if you are a data scientist and you don't have an analyst or analyst capabilities, you are hosed. And I think that goes back to the question of what are the limitations of the data science skill set? And I think that's it. Like data science on its own can't do a whole lot unless you have all of those other skill sets as a foundation. And I think that's really, you know, getting to the heart of the conversation. Um, You know, I four categories, there's four things you need. You need business knowledge. Like Mm -hmm. what does this company do? Right. You need statistical and mathematical skills. 
you need data engineering skills. And in a lot of cases, you need programming skills. So those four sets of skills comprise what is needed to make data science work. And if you don't have one of those, then you're not going to be an effective data scientist. <clears throat> You'll be less effective. That's right. So either you have to have them or you have to have a team of people that has those mm -hmm. skills. So, you know, going back to that very simple example, I ran an A-B test on our website. I'm not a data scientist, but I ran a scientific test. And so I would not call myself a data scientist because I am not majority of the time the analyst or the engineer. I am the stand-in CMO who was curious to see if I made this change, <clears throat> would it affect it positively? positively or negatively right and i would argue that by having by having that more tight definition that is if you are using science on data you're doing data science that also opens it up so that you there, it's kind of in a good way takes away some of the the mystery around the job title like yeah mm -hmm. if you were it's like you know are you an analyst if you're using google analytics well it may not be your full-time job title but you are still doing analytics right you are still doing analysis if you are looking at google analytics go how many people visited the website go in and look at it right that is that is still analysis and part of what our hope is is that people feel less intimidated by but that was saying, yeah, if you are doing the thing and you're getting the answer that's necessary to help your business, you are doing analytics. Um, you don't need a formal certification. You don't need a fancy job title to be able to do this stuff. And the same is true of data science. You know, if you can run an A-B test following the steps of, you know, collecting, cleaning, gathering, exploratory data analysis, feature engineering, model, and hypothesis construction and proof, if you're doing that, regardless of your job title, you are doing data science. And that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like the limitation is data science on its own by itself is not enough of a well-rounded skill set. Data science needs other disciplines to support it. And that becomes the limitation. So, you know, if I'm, you know, in an organization, I'm like, you know what, we need a data science team. I can find a data scientist, but if that data scientist can't code or can't prepare data, then I still need to hire like five or six other people who can do those things. And that sounds like that's the limitation of data science. It does, it can't exist on its own. It needs all of these other pillars to hold it up. It does. Think about this. Um, recently, you asked me to write down kind of, you know, the software skills and the job skills um, that I use on a regular basis in my job, right? Mm -hmm. And Yes, one of them is very much in the data science wheelhouse, the R programming language, right? But that document is like 16 pages long, most of which has nothing to do with data science. You know, administration of BigQuery, Google Cloud Platform, where the data comes from, at Google Analytics, which is, you know, where the data comes from, uh, the Modic marketing operation system, and, you know, uh, server administration, where the data comes from. So, most of that list is really on the data engineering side and just on straight up IT. Uh, not data science, Be not because we don't do data science, but because so there's so much of data science hinges on that gigantic foundation of other skills, other techniques, other technologies, other people that, yeah, like you said, data science and a data scientist 
is a, a sort of an umbrella skill set over a huge foundation. And if you don't have that foundation, if your foundation's you know, unstable, you're not going to be able to do the thing. So what advice would you give to someone who, you know, let's say I come to you and say, you know what, I think I'm going to go back to school to be a data scientist. What advice would you give me in terms of where I should focus my time? Well, first I'd ask you why. <laughs> because I heard it's a really important skill set. It's the job of the future. It's going to give me lots of money and nobody knows what it is. So I'm going to be a data scientist. There are easier ways to make a lot of money. <laughs> okay, but answer this particular question. Um, should you do that? Like, should you should you go back to school and be a data scientist? Do you love working? Uh, well, first, are you a very curious person? Yes. I ask okay. a lot of questions. Okay. Do you love working with data? Do you enjoy spending time in spreadsheets? Do you enjoy... Um, comparing you know sets of, of numbers to each other yes okay um do you have a head for business and, gosh and i hope so <laughs> um okay <laughs> can you program poorly have you uh, did you enjoy it when you tried it i understand it it's a set of logic and i'm really good at logic did, did you enjoy it eh Wouldn't okay. want to make it my full-time career. Okay. Um, have you ever done any work with databases? Yes. In terms of building them and operating them? Yes. Did you enjoy that? No, I okay. sure did not. So you're two out of four on the, the skills of a data scientist. So I would say, no, you probably should not pursue this as a, as a career. Um, I would say it, it's three out of four or better. And I think that that's a really good, quick, gut check for people who say I want to go into data science because there is that misunderstanding of what actually a data scientist is what they're responsible for, what they have to do it's not just sitting around coming up with a hypothesis like you know what we should explore today this uh, so mm -hmm. I used to work with research scientists for example and three times out of the year out of the whole entire working year, they were asked to come up with a hypothesis and write down for grant submissions, write down how they plan to test this hypothesis three times a year. The rest of the time, these research scientists were stuck in meetings with project managers, you know, uh, meetings with research assistants, calling through paperwork, trying to fill out forms. Like it was a very taxing job and the thing that they were asked to do the research part of it was minimal so minimal and I think that what I'm hearing is the same is true of data scientists that the amount of times you are asked for a hypothesis is so small compared to all of the other crap you have to do and <clears throat> what separates data science at least in my mind from other forms of science is that that hypothesis has to come from data Right. It's not so something that you, you make up, right? Like, oh, we should use poop emoji in our tweets. Well, show me the data that, you know, the from your exploratory data analysis that indicated that would be even vaguely a good idea, right? Like, is there even a there there to look at? Uh, and, and that's where 
you know, we, going back to your example of testing things on the website, if what you chose to test was purely arbitrary based on anything other than data, then it was not a data science experiment. It was a science experiment, but it was not a data science experiment because it did not start with data. Now, see, I would argue that it's not the data, it's the science that makes it. So, you know, when I'm speaking about these examples of the research scientists, they could come up with whatever hypothesis they felt like, but they had to then back it by research to say, this is why I think the thing that I am proposing will solve a problem. Not just, you know what, I'm just going to invent a thing and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But there had to be a problem existing in the first place that this research was set out to solve. The same is true of data. So I would say for a data scientist, the data has to exist. For the research scientist, the research has to exist. But it's the science part. You have to be trying to solve an existing problem. So your hypothesis is based in reality. Exactly. And we have talked to many people over the years um, who have attempted to try and explain what we do or to, to uh, heaven forbid and sell it to other people uh, on our behalf. And who have, they have no understanding of what data science was. So their inability to describe what we do, except, you know, they, I vaguely recall in one meeting, someone was just outright describing it as magic. I'm like, that is the worst possible way to describe this stuff because it is the antithesis of magic it is not there's nothing mystical it is it purely around you know quantitative and to some degree qualitative data that's been quantified so that you can build hypotheses and test them um, and that goes back to the beginning of what we were talking about which is you know when we talk about the limitations of data science skills the skills themselves are you know they fall in those four buckets the limitations really are on the understanding of people about what this stuff is and what it can and cannot do it is not magic um, it is you know the same is true of ai and machine learning it is not magic it is mathematics most of the time and mm -hmm. if you are trying to solve a problem that is not math <laughs> with math it, it it doesn't work out it's like trying to solve you know people who use roi which is a financial calculation for a non-financial problem mm-hmm or um, I'm going to totally butcher your kitchen analogy, but it's trying to use, you know, a frying pan to, you know, blend a smoothie. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work out well. Eat no matter how much you want to be able to talk about frying pans all day long, right? There's a lot of people, for example, right now in the AI space who have no understanding of artificial intelligence, like none um, other than what they read in like, you know, the, the news that morning. And so when they talk about it, they talk about it in, in such a way that if you know anything about the field, you're like, wow, this guy is almost always a guy. This guy is just talking out, out, you know, the, the wrong end of the horse. Mm hmm. I have no comment. Yes, you do. <laughs> I have no public comment. I have no appropriate public comment. Exactly. But, you know, that that's the limitations of data science skills is the lack of understanding about stakeholders, about what to do with them, about how to use them best. Mm -hmm. I think so. And that sort of goes back to the lack of understanding of what data science is in the first place. Sure, it's a fancy, pantsy title, but at the core of it, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of un, I won't call it uninteresting, but if you, as you sort of questioned me about, you know, do I want to be a data scientist? If I'm not interested in building databases and coding 
then I'm not going to enjoy being a data scientist. Um, just like if I am not interested in reading academic papers and running clinical trials, I'm not going to enjoy being a research scientist. Exactly. <clears throat> you know, all the people who are in, in the AI space, like, yeah, if you're, if you are talking about the highest most advanced levels, you're talking about a lot of math and mm -hmm. if math is not your jam. It's going to be an, an unpleasant experience. And, you know, kind of what you were saying when you were talking about whether you should become a data science, you know, scientist for the money or not, like the advice I always give people is get really good at what you love because you're going to be doing a lot. Mm -hmm. But also, if you if you love it, you will be really good at it, and it is, and you will. The money follows the experience and skill, right? Money. Uh, Mitch Joel says this: money flows through responsibility. the The faster you get to positions of responsibility, the more money you make, and the faster you get there is by being really good at what you do. There is no, there's nothing lesser about being a really great graphic artist or being a good manager, right? You can, if you are a skillful manager, you can make a lot of money because the world desperately needs them. Even if it's not something that does, it doesn't have a, a fancy title, like, you know, chief data scientist, you got one bad manager and they can wreck an organization. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say, like, I'm really good at being bossy and I love it. I will do it all day long but I'm a professional manager and I'm really, I really enjoy helping other people succeed in what they're doing. And that's what a good manager should do. And therefore I enjoy it. I'm happy with what I'm doing. So I'm happy to be, you know, call me CEO, call me project manager, call me whatever. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> nope. Sure. <I> didn't. <laughs> But I think right. the point is, I'm not a data scientist. I'm not interested enough in the foundational pieces. Like, sure, I like to come up with a hypothesis and test it, but that doesn't mean I'm a data scientist. It just means I'm curious. And that's a good thing. But I'm going to leave the data science to the experts. It is, but I will say as the counterpoint, if you are using the scientific method uh, with data, you know, informed by data to make data-driven decisions, whether or not you have the title of data scientist, you are doing data science. And that is something that everyone is welcome to do as long as you're following the principles mm -hmm. of the scientific method. With data, you are doing data science. So don't sell yourself short either. Fair. I'll take it. All right. If you've got some thoughts about data science, data science skills and the limitations of data science skills, and you want to share them, pop on over to our free Slack group. Go to trustinsights.ai slash analytics for marketers, where you and over 3,200 other marketers are asking and answering each other's questions every single day, including some data science questions. And wherever it is you watch or listen to the show, if there's a place you'd rather have it on, you can find it at trustinsights.ai slash TI podcast. We are on most other platforms. And while you're there, please leave us a rating and a review. It does help to share the show. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time.